Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oz is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Boy, summer is off and running. Yes, it is. Here. Sprinting down the way. That's We're right. We're already past solstice. I know. Made it. Can you believe that? I know. That part, that part, solstice is wonderful with that. Absolutely. And then we had 4th of July, which was absolutely stunning this last Mm -hmm. year, you know, this last week, I should say, not this last year. But I mean, just like the whole week running up to it. Yeah. Was phenomenal. And you know, it felt good this year. People are out. There's parades. There's stuff going on. It did. Um, No, last year was a bit surreal. I got to be honest. It was. was... Let me just tell you what, though, that I didn't mind um, not having my animals terrified. Oh yeah, right. The fireworks are a little bit, little bit lower. The fireworks uh, were. A they little... weren't where I was. Yeah, I was up up north, up on Camino Island, and yeah, it, it where looked... they maybe have different rules. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're well, not followed. This, this I don't year, know. because a lot of organizations still weren't doing their larger mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. A lot of people did it, even though they mm-hmm. had signs everywhere saying "illegal in the city limits." Right. In a lot of the city limits, mm-hmm. and it was. I mean, I had them going off half a block from my house and my poor animals were terrified Mm -hmm. because we didn't expect that. Right. And my windows were open because, you know, it's warm out. Sure. And my animals were terrified and running and hiding and, you know, just in. So, you know, as you know, I've lost an animal to fireworks from a heart attack several years ago. So I'm not a fan. Like, I get that we celebrate, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, I think we could find a better way. Yeah. Within reason. Personally. (laughs) But, you know, yeah, it just... I don't know. Not not many people are that uh, cautious around it, and they let it well, go for too long. And people go through phases too. When your kids are mm-hmm. little, you know, it's fun to fun to do that. And uh, then they sometimes, but my neighbor's and... baby was crying too. So I think it depends <laughs> on the age of the kids. Well, right? sure. So, I'm talking little shavers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, get it. They think it's pretty cool. I get it. Yeah. I know everyone's gonna have a different opinion. Now, on when that. my it's teenage just like boy said, "Dad, can I get some sparklers?" and I'm like, "Sure. What's mm-hmm. the harm in that?" Right. Can I get 200? Oh my <laughs> I'm gosh. Like, All right, what are you up to? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely wonder what deviousness yeah. might and be I, if they we're... were devious by yeah, definitely because uh the way they put those together that set off an explosion that shook oh, the whole geez. neighborhood. <laughs> so Oh, for yeah, heaven's sake. It was sake. impressive. I mean, I was you know, I had to be I'm sure it was impressive, say, but if you were somebody else like me, you'd be like, right. "I want to go and throttle that child." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had to suppress my grin. <laughs> I bet you so, did. Yeah. Well, I bet you did. Can't win them all. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, you know, I mean, it was at least still a gorgeous, gorgeous week. We're hoping that our listeners got a chance to get out and relax and enjoy mm-hmm. time out either on the water or out in the mountains. I mean, there was a ton of stuff going on and people were getting a chance. And plus, June 30th. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yep. Things started opening up. So that's also another big plus right now. Right. 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 So that not is. Not everywhere, though. Not, I, ev- not yeah, everywhere. But I mean, in general, there's a lot of stuff that's opening up. Yeah. And where I was going to go with that, because it actually relates to the show, and we should probably talk about, you know, our stuff for the show. Um, it does, you know, depending on what county you're in and the phases and all that kind of good stuff, um, it it is, at least in real estate, making adjustments on how we show real estate, how we have people in our offices. Good. Because for a, almost a year and a half now, we have not been able to let the you know regular consumer public into real estate offices, which now mm-hmm. they can mm-hmm. um, allow people to come in. Um, which for those offices that are in locations where they 
you know, really want walk-in traffic. Yeah. Um, you know, that's now available for people again. However, like a lot of things, they can have, you know, mask requirements or, mm. you know, vaccination card requirements, you know, for, for however you're, you're handling things in that right. space. Different businesses can yeah. kind of set their own rules. Exactly. But, but it does at least open it up. Mm-hmm. So it does. I mean, that's a, that's a plus right there. I got a vent about one business. I'm not going to name the name, but it's a I'm bakery. Sh- okay. And I knew it's you were going to something obvious. Yes. And they have a big plexiglass window mm-hmm. and you stand outside on the sidewalk Mm-hmm. And there's a person behind the plexiglass with a speaker. Mm-hmm. And I was refused service because I was not wearing a mask outside. And it's like, all right, folks, just relax a little bit. You know, I'm outside. The wind's blowing. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if I am or not vaccinated. You're fine. You're going to be okay. You know, but uh, that's, their, again, that's their decision. It is their choice mm-hmm. if they want to be like that and yeah. I'm going to make my own decisions of course I'll do business everybody with. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. I had all kinds of conversations with people over, over that over the last week because we had someone who was saying you know hey I have a, a right to you know do this thing over here and and uh, I know a woman who her her workout provider mm-hmm. uh, is not vaccinated and um, they're about to go back into in-person types of training and she had very specifically like he had asked um she had some Mariners tickets mm-hmm. and he was like, Oh, Oh yeah. Oh, you can't use them. Oh, please. I'll take them. And so she had suggested, you know, well, they mm-hmm. have a vaccination on site. You're required for these seats to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. He took the tickets mm-hmm. somehow did not get the vaccination. Mm-hmm. And that was like part of the, the exchange, the arrangement. Well, and so now he's, you know, and now she's, she's kind of kind of wasted the tickets. And, yeah. and she's like, wait a minute, like, that's a whole thing. Like I would have given them to somebody different mm-hmm. if the outcome would have been different. And now she's actually going to change who her workout person is. And this is someone who's been involved in her life for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, you know, if he's going to have that kind of a disregard, she's like, I don't want to be in a in-person environment with him either. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, what else is he doing to put me, put me at risk? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, everyone's having to make different. But she's vaccinated. Yes. Well, then she doesn't need to worry about it. But it's it's a moral. It's a moral issue for her. Mm -hmm. He said he was going to do something. He didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, that that part I get. You know, that's that's happened to me before. I've had season tickets in the past. Hey, you want some? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Hey, how was the game? Uh, We didn't end up going. Right. Yeah. It's not even just about the tickets. It's about what he said he was Mm -hmm. going to do as part of that. Sure. So, you know, so it's all, you know. It's an ongoing conversation and everyone's going to have different opinions about it. And we're all, you know, but it's able so to nice have that. to see people's smiling faces now. Mm-hmm. I yes. can't tell you how much I love that because yep. it, it just felt so grim. And then, you know, people, I think people wouldn't even, you know, you can say hi, you know, even with mm-hmm. a mask on and, but, but most wouldn't, you know, they oh, yeah. kind of feel they're kind of behind this mask and they don't really reach out or whatever. Well, we also have learned during a pandemic what it does to people's mental health. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's it's yeah. been a it's been a, a shock to the, I think the whole oh, world system. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. So you know, I, and you know, if I am following some of the things that have to do with other organizations I'm part of that include other parts of the world. You know, we might love having our, you know, freedom, you know, that's what we just got done celebrating, Mm -hmm. but our freedom sometimes comes at a cost and, you know, I'm 
explain that. You're well, because some places freedom are in a derogatory well, manner. Well, just because like there's, I'm seeing places in Europe. I'm part of this organization called a Small World, mm-hmm. and they have been for many months before we here in the United States have been able to get in groups in public again, mm-hmm. much much ahead of us mm-hmm. because we were too busy, you know fighting over things all the time because you know, my freedom's better than your freedom kind of arguments. Um, you know, and so, you know, we paid a price for it. Well, I don't think... And so we, did our mental health. I don't think that the freedom part is the reason that we were locked down like that. I think that was, you know, we probably disagree on that. Yeah, we probably uh, do. We should have more <laughs> uh, freedom like that. So, yeah, it was, uh, different parts of the world have different ways of handling this, this situation. Yes, they do. And, uh, you know, I... I, I don't think I'd be one to jump up and down saying we did a fantastic job uh, with it by any stretch. No, we didn't. So, no, it's a mess. But glad we're getting past that now. We are. Anyway, speaking of getting past things, Mm -hmm. um, what's going on in the market? Well, it's, uh, you know, slowly getting into a place where we're, I would say, um, we're not going back to anything normal. Right. Like the, everything is still super hyper competitive. There's a ton of, you know, people fighting for property. We still have about a four to one ratio buyers to sellers. Hmm. We had one day uh, that basically the number of new listings was super high. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but that also happened to coincide very closely to um, the one day that was really big for closings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it just so happened June 30th was mm-hmm. a big closing day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that also was July 1st was a bunch of new on market listings. Mm-hmm. And that's because duh, summer is when most people try to target to sell their homes. Of course. Yeah. So what we normally would see in May with an uptick of listings We just still have, you know, we're far outstripping supply by the number of people with demand. Um, So that hasn't really changed. Um, But what we are seeing is that more people, because it is summertime, the normalcy of the seasonality Mm -hmm. is starting to kind of kick in. Oh, good. Um, I'll be curious to see whether or not, um, you know, August and September and October, which are typically kind of months that... Uh, usually quiet down when people have their kids going back to school. I'll be mm-hmm. curious to see, because we can't really you know, guess any of this in advance right, right now. Right. Um, because we saw during the beginning of the pandemic and this last year that things did shift. And in fact, our winter time was you know, even more competitive than typical, mm-hmm. more listings coming on than typical. Um, and then, of course, as soon as vaccines arrived, then things were yeah, yeah, really started to take <laughs> hey, off. Hate to use the pun, but off like a shot. I mean, it from a different way. Um, but, you know, um, but to that point, though, uh, like I have a client who's been looking in the downtown condos, and we've talked about this on the show several mm-hmm. times, even before this person became a client. Downtown condos were mm-hmm. being negatively impacted for a period of time. Yeah, in a big way. And we brought this up a little bit. I can tell you for a fact, I'm seeing way fewer condos coming on market right now. Hmm. And so their demand level is going up. The time on market has gone down significantly where we were seeing anything from 40 to 180 days for condos. Those timelines are starting to shrink right now. I wonder if this is partly because businesses are, are starting going to back say to return work. to yes, the office. The return to work mm-hmm. is um, part of the driver for yeah. that. And it's not just that. It's what you and I have also experienced with some of our clients. Anecdotally, people are, I've had more and more clients saying, hey, I'm thinking about buying a smaller place in city 
And then I'm going to buy a bigger, nicer place yes. somewhere else where I can get a view right. or I can get more land or I want this. And so we're seeing more of that kind of almost um, European model of a, a place yeah, to work yeah. and a place to live. You know, I have a few more questions on kind of what's going on with the market. Mm-hmm. So I know yeah. we've got to take a real um, quick break and pay a couple of bills here. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for joining us. We're Open House with Team Reeb and we're going to be right back after just a couple of messages. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock. And Sundays from 3 to 4. For over six years now. Almost six years. Almost six years. Yeah. You do this every yeah. time we get close to an anniversary. <laughs> Except for my age. <laughs> yeah. That one I underestimate. September. Late yeah. September. That's right. That's, yes. <laughs> okay. You're in July. Yeah. You're, you're a bit ahead of yourself. Well, you can vet that by checking out our podcasts because there's a bunch yes. of them on there. Oh my gosh. Over six years bunch. worth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> over six years, not over six years worth. Oh my gosh. But there are a lot. There's over 225. I know. Episodes yeah. of them. Yeah. Yes. There right. are a ton of um, topics and issues that we have covered and um we are still in the process because it's it's time consuming to do all this type of stuff Mm -hmm. um but we are looking into um getting some of those consolidated into like packages you know so that we can have them available uh, available for people and uh, even just for like our clients cataloged and categorized and yeah well just because we we have so many topics on like insurance Mm -hmm. right like that one that we just had with gail wilfringer from first mark insurance which is excellent or yeah the catastrophic catastrophic events yeah that was an um, just a wonderful episode talking about landslides earthquakes flood you know all that kind of stuff wonderful <laughs> well, when I say it was wonderful, it's because it was very educational. Okay, gotcha. Not because yeah. like we want those things to happen for heaven's sake, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like we're not that macabre, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like it's it's more of just the educational component of what is there. Um, I think you know. I mean, someone was asking me just the other day. I was going through this uh, like kind of whiteboard exercise with a woman about my business, mm-hmm. and she was like, "How do you want people to see you?" You know, like, how, how do you want people to describe you? And I said, well, one of the number one things is, you know, that I'm constantly about, you know, self-improvement and self-development and education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's sure. what, and I told her that's one of the, the reasons we've been continuing to do this radio programming mm-hmm. is because you and I both believe in that. Yeah, we absolutely. Right. And so it's, we don't want to just hold this information. I mean, I have to say this to my team members all the time. I'm like, I don't need to have all this stuff just sitting in this cranium. I want to get it out to as many people as possible. Right. Well, I think that both we both kind of have a nature that we want to serve. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is part of that. It really is. It is. Because, and plus, it's fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, you're absolutely right. You know, and I was um, kind of along that same vein. Um, just before the break, we were talking about maybe our folks returning to work. Um, there was a stat that recently came out. Before the pandemic, about 20% of American employees were working from home. You know, since the pandemic, 71% were working from home by December of 2020. Okay. Now, uh, 54% want to continue that. 
you know. Oh, I believe continue it. Continue that trend. And, uh, you know, as a result of the, the changes from work from home, the demand for office space, though, is falling. Mm-hmm. Vacant office space, like in Manhattan, New York, is at its highest level in over yes. 30 years. Yeah. You know, so businesses I'm going to guess gonna San be, Francisco's like that, too, oh, right now. Totally. Yeah, totally. Those are also two cities that have had a massive exodus of people. Yeah, for sure. And, and whether that kind of shifts direction like you were referring to mm-hmm. is, a, is a good possibility. So there may yeah. be some opportunities for buying you know, especially if we're looking at condos mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the, the other kind of topic that always, well, actually let's, let's question though, you know, because, um, when I think condos right now, the, the very first image that pops into head is the condo down in, in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, that, that oh, collapsed. The one that just, oh my gosh, that and was so it's sad. It's a horrific event. Yes. And, um, and, you know, I'm sure that over time there's going to be lawsuits. There's going to be, you know, as, as things are uncovered. Uh, but when you're buying into a condo project, especially mm-hmm. if it's a high-rise, you know, type condo, you know, just like any other property you buy, you really should be looking at inspections mm-hmm. and public information. You know, for that condo in particular, there were engineer reports that go back to 2018 that had indicated issues with it. And, um, you know, so you, you, you have to How look at How far back did you say? 2018. Okay. Yeah, 2018. Was that because they did a, a survey? Yeah, they A did. building survey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they okay. did. And they had identified issues, you know, with with cracking and mm-hmm. stress cracks and things like that. So when you're looking to buy in, in, a, in, in a building like that, you do need to be careful. There's a fairly new one um, in San Francisco uh, that is leaning, um, you know, significantly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so... Well, we had a building like that here in Seattle. Remember that it mm-hmm. had the... the um, steel or something like that inside of it for the rebar Mm -hmm. right was was going bad and they've had to Mm -hmm. in fact i think they're still in the process of retrofitting it yeah and that that actually i don't think they're retrofitting they're having to tear it down oh yeah i'm not i i know which one you're talking about i'm I'm trying to think of the facts behind i can't remember right off the top of my head but even the one in in florida um Concrete pillars with rebar inside, and if the concrete compresses or mm-hmm. spalls away, it exposes the rebar. Then mm-hmm. that rusts. And yeah, there and that's you what's go. happening in that building here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it's a big issue. So you know, anything you buy, you just really have to do your due diligence and be super careful about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. So to that point, they may have had those things. I can tell you for a fact, I mean, one of the reasons I love a lot of our client base mm-hmm. is because they're they're not just smart individuals, typically, um, but they take us seriously when we give them input like that. Because mm-hmm. um, we give them concrete, no pun intended, examples um, <laughs> of, you know, what should I be looking for? Because I will, mm-hmm. I can say that it's, very common. I mean, I'm in my 20th year of this now, right? Mm-hmm. Super common that people start looking at the documents in a resale certificate, mm-hmm. which in Washington state, we didn't even require surveys to be done till 2012. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So that's still all brand new. And some small complexes have can opt out of that. But when we have told clients, Hey, these are the things you want to be looking for. And I can't give them like personal advice mm-hmm. um, because I'm not like a condominium law specialist, mm-hmm. right? I'm not licensed right. as an attorney, but we do kind of put the fear of God in them a little bit and just say, you need to look at this because it's going to impact you either financially, 
physically, you know, you need to know what you're about to buy into Mm -hmm. in those situations because uh, listeners for the typical resale of a condominium, no joke, whether it's a brand new construction or a resale, those documents are about 150 to 250 pages long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And many people, yes. And many people just get lost in it or Mm -hmm. they're, you know, they, you know, use it to fall asleep at night because <laughs> right. it's well, boring, 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 <laughs> you know, but there are nuggets of information inside of there, as you know, that are, oh my gosh, if I'm looking at, you know, a survey and it's telling me stress fractures, well, wait, what What are the, okay, now what am I comparing on the board meeting minutes? Mm-hmm. What's the conversation? Right. Who's the property management company? What are they doing about it? Mm-hmm. And what is, is, is it going to be not just is there a financial thing, but is mm-hmm. it going to be addressed? Right, stress factors. Um, a lot of times, decks mm-hmm. on on condos yes. are, they can rot, and, yes. and that's actually part of that's the HOA to be done. Are yeah. there going to be assessments mm-hmm. where your your dues go way up to, yeah. to cover that because you got to pay f- yeah. for that? Yeah, and type those of decks are integral to the structure too. Right. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Some of those. The, the, the beams that support those decks go all mm-hmm. the way into the structure of the, exactly. the building. Cantilevered and, out, oh, yeah. Big time. And so these are these are things that can be really expensive. Yes. You know, if they're not if they're not maintained and addressed. Drive it. Drive it siding. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, the, the sort Whoa. of fake stucco siding, mm-hmm. you know, that went on Bad a lot of these the these high rises. <laughs> well, a lot of the contractors that installed those came up from where Drive It is very popular in yeah. California. Right. Where, where it's they don't dry. have <laughs> Right, and they don't have wind-driven rain. Yeah, where over a week or weeks, yes, the wind can be just pushing that mm-hmm. moisture in and in and in. Yep. And so, if you get water around the windows, and it gets behind the windows, yep. where does it go? If it doesn't have a place to get out, uh, all of a sudden you're going to have yourself a little mold factory going there. Uh, not just that. I mean, and we're talking we're talking about some of these big buildings. Major structural damage. I've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I think we brought this up before. I have my neighbor with wind-driven rain on a addition to her house. Mm-hmm. And that was $28,000 of non-insurance-covered damage. Mm-hmm. We have a client that, because I had them get the crawl space cleaned out, we discovered a flashing window issue that was um, wind-driven rain damage mm-hmm. over 27 years mm-hmm. in this house. Again, not typically something covered by insurance. Right, as we learned from our insurance agent, Gail Wellfringer, exactly. if it's a maintenance type thing yes. that you should and be aware of. Here's the thing, though, Eric. We got a chance to see some of the video from when the contractors went in and opened all of that up in the walls. Mm-hmm. Not only was it the stuff we saw damage under the floor joists and mm-hmm. whatnot down in the crawl space, but now we saw what the damage was around the window frames mm-hmm. and... I can tell you, I had been in that house last year, mm-hmm. and from the inside and the outside, it looked perfectly normal, mm-hmm. 100% normal. Yeah, yeah. And if I show you the video that he sent to us, it was swarming with carpenter ants inside those walls. Oh, those the, the two by fours on the framing, sections of them were completely... Eaten eat, eat, no, out no. and rotted out, and you could just move the window frames around. It oh, was wow. insane, yeah, the yeah. amount of damage that that caused. And so, I mean, yeah. I can I can only say it so many times. We have a, a gal we're working with who's doing pre inspections for us on new listings, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things she and I have been talking about is like 
people, if you've been in your house five or more years and you have not had your home inspected, this man never had an inspection done when he bought that new construction. Mm, They mm. might have caught this issue during that time. Might have. But we're telling people, get someone in there, get them to look at your house, find what the issues are, and and then get them rectified. Because it really makes a huge difference. He paid $30,000 for his damage. Wow. I'm, I, and, I, and I'm going to even add to that. Just be aware. Yeah. When you're going around your house, like especially if it's more towards night, evening, mm-hmm. if you see a big black ant, I'm talking about mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. And they're carpenter black. Carpenter ant. That's a carpenter ant. Yeah. And they're, it's either a scout or, mm-hmm. or you already have a problem. Yeah. But, but take a minute and watch that ant. Where's it going? Yeah. And if it disappears in your wall, yeah. you got a problem. Yeah. And just one, it, it doesn't take much. They're pretty And don't reclusive. just set traps or something no, thinking you got something like that. They're, no. There's something they're munching on yeah. somewhere. Yeah, but you, you just need do need to be aware of that when yeah. you see something like that. Yeah, and it, it all depends. Like my, my current house, when I bought it, it had a deck on it that they had not maintained very well, and it was wood. And sure enough, as soon as I replaced that with a composite deck, carpenter ant's gone. Problem solved problem solved that's good but you got to know what you're looking for (laughs) well we've got more open house with team reba coming up we need to give you an update on interest rates and uh, got a few more things some special programs that are coming up in the industry that may be of interest to you so stay tuned Uh, more open house with team reba we'll be right back Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro Eastside, and we're nice over here. Yeah, working on it. This is Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Thanks for listening in. Absolutely. We're saying we're nice because we realize we've had a couple of segments here where we're just like, but, That's right. but the thing is, we're actually happy, right? Like we started off like, hey, everything's good. Everything's happy. The weather's perfect, you know, but... But well, one thing that's happy are interest rates. That's good. How about share some of those with our we're, listeners, we're please? We're still amazingly uh, good right now. Good. Um, you know, time will tell how long that that sticks around. But you know, I'm not gonna not gonna complain about it. At least it's it's here for now. Um, you know, there's some things that are happening in in um, politics that will affect interest rates. And politics is one of those few things that I mean, we don't try we try not to talk about it too much on the show, right? Uh, but there are political events that will affect the monthly payment you pay for the next thirty years, right? And uh, and you could say similarly, you know, politics can affect you every time you go to the gas pump uh, right now, where the you Usually know, they just give I, me gas. I just saw something come up over four bucks a gallon. It's like, oh, ouch. I know. Hurts. I had to fill my boat up this weekend, and oh, that was very painful. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Exactly. One of the things that's changing in mortgage is the CFPB, the Consumer mm-hmm. Finance Protection Bureau, uh, is has oversight over the mortgage industry and really pretty much all lending. And the Supreme Court a couple weeks ago Uh, came out with a ruling that said the president has the right to fire or Mm -hmm. hire the head of the CFPB. And up until that point, that wasn't possible. Well, there was a gentleman named Mark Calabria that was running the CFPB. And in the lending world, we were really no no big fan of him. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, his kind of goal was to essentially um, privatize Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Um, These are the main secondary um, markets that purchase mortgages from lenders. 
by doing that, it, it, it increases the, the volume of mortgages and keeps your rates low. And that's mm -hmm. really the most important thing. One of the last um, acts that Calabria did um, uh, recently was to limit the number of, of second home and non-owner occupied right. loans that could be purchased by Fannie Mae and Freddie. Yep. So as a consequence, the rates on those programs skyrocketed. Well, our company came out with a solution to that. We came out with a, our own privatization where we're just selling our own mortgage bonds on the secondary uh, to, to Wall Street, basically, and came out with some fantastic rates. So there was a workaround to that. Um, but but they're talking about um, divesting Fannie from, from the government. And when you do that, it it fractures the markets and you're going to have all kinds of, of um, you know, chaos, you know, if, if you will, when that when that happens. So. Once the Supreme Court made their decision, Biden immediately yep, fired yes. Mark Calabria yes, and hired a person, Rohit Chopra. And Rohit Chopra has a long history of, of strong regulation. So what we are anticipating is that possibly divesting Fannie Freddie may be off the table for now. We don't know for sure about that, mm -hmm. which maybe that goes on the good side of the ledger. On the other side of the ledger is... Um, maybe taking the CFPB back to its past practices of over what we would call, I would call over-regulation, tightening of regulation, making it more difficult to get a mortgage, um, making it more difficult for lenders to function in the regulatory environment. Right now, even just since the CFPB was enacted, you know, 10 years ago, the cost of, of originating a mortgage has gone up by, I think it's about 400% because of just simply the regulation. Oh, right, And, yeah. and the, the people that, as a lender, we have to hire just to make mm -hmm. sure we're yeah. not doing good loans but following all the rules we have to follow. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. So in the long run, that could have an impact on interest rates. Mm -hmm. You know, so far it doesn't. Uh, so we're happy about that. Yes. Here's where we're at. The national average for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, conventional mortgage, 3.16%. 15-year fixed rates, 2.57%. FHA and VA uh, loans, 2.7%. And jumbo 30-year fixed rates, uh, which do, do not go to Fannie Mae, 3.18% is a national average. That's so, so amazing. I we're was really just good. showing. We're down. A, we're down a bit from from even a few weeks mm -hmm. ago, so it's looking good. Yeah. No, I was showing a uh, waterfront property. Um, uh, I can't remember how many days ago, but it was just like in the last week, mm -hmm. and um, was went. It was a two point three million dollar house. Yeah. And went with Rick, one of our team members, to to go and show it to this couple that's moving here from New York, mm -hmm. right? Speaking of places, the guy's Manhattan. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> looking to get out of Manhattan. Yeah. Um, uh, but the thing is, is that the girlfriend is from here. Yeah. So yeah. this is in Normandy Park, right? Okay. So we're in yeah. Normandy Park. We're looking at its uh, waterfront. So there were some uh, interesting conversations because I was asking them, I said, well, have you been looking at the jumbo rates? Are you, you know, because mm -hmm. they were, they, in typical thing, because you know I'm a Zillow Premier agent, right? As mm -hmm. you know, and and because we both uh, advertise through that, mm -hmm. and you know, so that's how we met these folks. Is they were a Zillow request for a showing, so we went out yeah. to to do everything, and you know, we're trying to make sure, like, well, you're in this, you know, taking this property. Want to make sure that you have your financing order. And they said, oh yeah, you know, we've been looking into it, this and that. I said, well, have you looked at the jumbo rates? 
And just by asking the questions. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you can like, ah, oh, you haven't really looked that hard. Mm-hmm. And so we were discussing like some of this wonderful stuff. What was making me laugh though is um, it was a fairly young couple because mm-hmm. um, yeah, they haven't even had kids yet. And so they're talking about like, well, we'd like to have kids. I'm like, you might want to hurry up because that guy has gray hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But what was funny is we we went down to the waterfront and we're, you know, like checking out because they had just like a rock style bulkhead, mm-hmm. you know, that was there. And but oh my gosh, the climb on this thing. So as we're as we're all hoofing it back and I dressed completely inappropriately. I'm gonna dress in heels, right? Like a three inch heels. And <laughs> we're hiking back up this thing and it's doesn't have very many switchbacks. It's mostly just straight up, right? Oh, it's on a yeah. high bank yeah. waterfront. And it was one of those days. It was right after we had the triple digit temperatures. So still it was still like, it was like, there. oh yeah, it was like 85, 87 degrees. And we're doing straight up, you know, hiking up this dang thing. I mean, I can feel sweat going down my back. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh. So we actually stop at one point and everyone's just like, oh, oh, okay. All right. So, and so I'm trying to answer questions for them while I'm trying to do this. I'm like, okay, yeah. So, so the trouble rates, let me just say like, so lately we've been dying. So I'm just dying, uh, literally. And, and the couple are like, so do you think, do you think there'll be very many people, you know, competing for this house? And I said, well, I said, I'm 52. And I said, I think if anyone does, they're your age. Because <laughs> the lady looked at me and she's like, you're 52. I'm like, yes, and I work out, but most people my age don't. So if there's any fight for this house, it's definitely people your age. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> I'm watching even poor Rick. He's 10 years older than me and he's yeah. like trailing he's way still, he's back, still way back the there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, this is not going to be you're a gonna have fist to send fight a helicopter for him. <laughs> I was like, can you imagine taking a baby? Because, I mean, he made the joke. He's like, I hope you don't forget your drink at the top. Uh-huh. <laughs> but here's one of the things I did tell them, though. If they did go for that house, um, the potential of having it look to see if they could put a tram in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, definitely take a look at that. Because now you're going to add I'm like, yes, it's a minimum 150k to do that mm-hmm. but the added value and usability of that place oh for sure at yeah. that point ah, fantastic yeah. you know yeah. like that would be like the the premium way to do There's it quite a few trams along the there well, are uh, three tree point right exactly the, and a lot of people of the they, until there. you point them out most people don't notice mm-hmm. them right, right? and right. so i pointed it out to them and just said hey something for you to consider because mm-hmm. that's actually for the girlfriend whose family is here that's one of her things um that you know, the fiance, whatever he is, um, you know, for him to buy here and not stay in New York, he's like, must have water view. Nice. Must yeah. be either on water, water view, that kind of thing. And then sure enough, just as we were trying to get them out for a second showing, because we were going to take them to a couple of other ones for good comparison, because mm-hmm. um, there was a beautiful one on Lake Burien. There was another waterfront um, that was like a more of a uh, medium bank. Mm-hmm. And then there was a low bank we were going to show them. And... um Sure enough, the one that they had come to see went under contract. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah. I have a obvious bias for saltwater. Uh, yes, over, you do. Over lakefront. I mean, lakefront's mm-hmm. beautiful. But if you're comparing a, a, the view oh, on yeah. the lake versus the view on saltwater, mm-hmm. the thing I love about saltwater is it's constantly changing. It never mm-hmm. looks the same. The tide's yeah. up, the tide's down. Yep. Ships, whales, boats, oh, I mean, yeah. you name it. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of activity on on saltwater, which is really fun fun to yeah. watch, and um, you know the South End, Normandy Park area, mm-hmm. Burien, Shorewood, yeah, you know, all along there, yeah. Um, 
even the, just going the, down to like Browns Point and all right, that. Right for the too. price of a of a tract home on the east side, you, you can, can buy be a much either nicer on the home. water or with a magnificent view mm-hmm. of the Sound or even Mount Rainier. Yeah. Oh, and, I agree. Uh, Calls. I mean, we've been we've been working a lot over in those areas mm-hmm. and yeah. and seeing quite a bit. I had uh, the guy who we were looking at that weird place on Queen Anne, right? That I told you went mm-hmm. for one point six million on a really shaky, you know, right. lot. Um, we're now looking all over in King County. We, we actually expanded to like an eight County area just to get him to figure out where does he really want to be? Mm-hmm. He's decided King County, but he's willing to look all up and down the shoreline there. Yeah. So, yeah. and, and what he can get That's great. Yeah. in any of those areas between, you know, shoreline to, you know, close to Brown's point. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a wide variety available. There, there absolutely is. Yeah. So, well, good. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, probably, um, you know, no no housing bubble, you know, especially no. in that area either. No. I, I don't Well, I and, don't that's, and that was one of the things they were asking. I said, you know, we're not making more waterfront. No. There's, you know? That's that's just it. Or views. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's only so much. There were there. In fact, actually, when we did have uh, my friends and I went out over the 4th of July weekend, on my boat because I got my boat back. Yay. <laughs> and um, so anyway, we were out, you know, one running the, you know, breaking in the new engine and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, just going along the shoreline of Lake Washington mm-hmm. and the number of new construction homes mm-hmm. going on yeah, there. Yeah. Crazy. It's, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. And they're just yeah. doing teardowns, right? Or somebody has decided to finally sell off a, right. you know, separate parcel of a family lot or, you know, whatever exactly. it is and take advantage of, you know, what's mm-hmm. going on with pricing right now. Because I can tell you, I've been looking at view property, um, even land on Mercer Island, and you know it's over a million mm-hmm. every time, oh, right? Every yeah, time, yeah, and, and that's for like a million three for a subpar view, mm-hmm. right? right? Right. So it's you know there's just a lot going on right now for for people. So I think if you're if you're looking for those kinds of things, it's it's important to get educated on it early because uh, mm-hmm. there's still a lot of people that. I don't know. They see these like cheap parcels every once in a while, and you're like, "Right, that means probably not buildable." Either not buildable or extremely expensive uh, yeah, to be able to build. That too. Yeah, there's yeah. there's something wrong with it. Right, <laughs> and, it and unfortunately, though, the people who are looking at ones that are really cheap like that also want to have an inexpensive house. You're like, mm, right. those don't go hand in hand. Yeah, no, <laughs> lots of things can be solved with a checkbook, but uh-huh. uh, you not might that. need a big one. Yep. Yeah. Well, we've got a little bit more open house team Reba coming your way, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. We're back. Open house with Team Reba. This is Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial. <laughs> yes, we're back. And I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba. <laughs> right. That was a new and interesting way for you to bring us back in. I, I um, well, you know, got to switch it up every now and then. Uh, yes, true. So, you know, Otherwise, they're going to think we're just like robots. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, we, we, we talk on this show about real estate, about finance, but we also mm-hmm. talk about all kinds of different things. And, oh, yes. And, uh, so We've I, talked a lot today. I do already. have some advice uh, for, for people. Do and tell. The advice is go to the hospital. So Sorry? <laughs> the reason I'm saying that. What? Well, the reason I'm saying that, I was reading some stats. I, I subscribe to all kinds of different things, yeah, yeah. And economic statistics uh-huh. and things like yes. that. So hospitals, American hospitals... Uh, between March 2020 and June 2020, lost $51 billion per month of revenue due to canceled and foregone medical services, okay, because of COVID, right? Right. Cancer 
If you, if you look at cancer, the diagnosis for some forms of cancer fell more than 50% in 2020 compared to the year before that mm-hmm. due to canceled and foregone medical services. So basically people are not, um, uh, you know, it's not because cancer is on the decline. It's because 94% oh, it's not going of Americans to the doctor. postpone their, their, their screenings. You know what? Case in point, mm-hmm. I have an appointment coming up because as many of our listeners know, I had malignant melanoma. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't gone to the doctor for a checkup for a year and a half. Right. And so I now have that schedule. So I just went and had my general practitioner check me out for stuff. I also had my first mammogram. Yeah. So I recommend that. Everything's nice and clear on me. Okay. Yeehaw. Good. That was my yeah. first one. Um, but yeah. I had start started noticing some skin changes. Mm-hmm. And so when I went in for my GP, I was like, hey, can you kind of check these? She's pretty sure it's more just like maybe like age spots or something. Mm-hmm. But we're... But because I have a history of melanoma, we're like, let's have the experts look at it. Absolutely, yeah. So I now have that scheduled. So I would agree with you. I think a lot of people please be making your appointments now because the you know the uh, what what are those always called? Because like the um, surgeries that are like optional, Mm -hmm. you know, or chosen surgeries. Mm -hmm. A lot of people put those things off Mm -hmm. during time, and so yes, definitely. I think a lot of people put everything off. Yes, you know, for that. So just a little nudge there. Mm -hmm. Go. Get get it scheduled. Yes. Do it this weekend. It's good to do. You know, just and, and it's a good mental check. It you is. Know? You yeah. get it out of your brain and you're not worried about it. Yeah. I know I'm I'm looking forward to getting a clean bill of health. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm expecting to get. So Absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, just my Thinking public service announcement. I like that you did that. <laughs> Thank you. That was a very uplifting moment. You're welcome. Well very so thoughtful. We've been talking about floods and all kinds of crazy stuff. This <laughs> well, we're trying to avoid catastrophe. Yeah. Well, but and and same on on the line of, of good news. I want to thank you because you helped me uh, with a recent purchase. Yes, and, you're welcome. Uh, over on Hood Canal. Yes, and I'd been looking for over a year. Oh yeah, and and the market over there, just like the market here, and just like the market everywhere, is nuts. nuts. And a good home comes on; it goes pending within two or three days. Oh yeah. And uh, and there's price escalations and all oh, yeah. the same stuff yep. going on in rural yep. areas as there yeah, is going on here. Yeah, we've seen it in here. so many counties. Yeah, right. Well, we we saw one particular property that mm-hmm. had had gone pending. I don't know back in April, and I kept looking on on Zillow, and actually my wife Ellie was looking mm-hmm. at it, and it's like pending, pending, pending. And she kept stalking that one property, <laughs> and. Um, and and finally, I'm, the power of she's stalking. saying, "Man, that thing's still pending." I'm like, "That's been pending way too long." Right. And so we reached out to you, and mm-hmm. and you made the call. Yeah, you basically said, "Can you check in on this and see if there's maybe anything amiss?" And I had looked at it because it had gone pending before, come off, gone pending again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and so you guys probably maybe missed it, mm-hmm. perhaps when it was had that short mm-hmm. stint. But yeah, I, I, and so it looked like it was right around when it should be closing, um, you know, because it, it does depend on when people's finance. And we also know appraisals have been delaying things and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, I, I reached out to that agent and learned at the time that the buyer was having trouble with their financing. It mm-hmm. wasn't the appraisal that was the issue. It was the buyer yeah. who was yeah. the issue, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's a big difference. And so at the time, though, they were trying to take another track at it. And we were pushed off a little bit mm-hmm. to say, no, no, because, you know, they did the right thing. Mm-hmm. They talked to attorneys. You know, what do we do? 
should we allow an extension? You know, that kind of thing. Right, so we went right. through that whole process. But then we were like, but please let us know. And then sure enough, um, we got that phone call back. And this is really listeners where it it does, you know, who you work with matters. Oh, Be- absolutely. Because that would have gone nowhere had you not you know, picked up the phone and mm-hmm. reached out and said, what's going on and developed a relationship with that yeah. other agent. And it, and it took more than just one outreach. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, mm-hmm. I'll put it this way. A lot of people in my industry, the number of times they reach out to somebody is about one and a half times mm-hmm. once they've been asked to do something or yeah. maybe show a property or whatever. They One and a half times. I don't even know how you get a half out of any of these, but it's like, okay. Um, and there's 1.4 million real estate agents right now. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a small number of people who really pick up the phone and go do all the work, but that particular agent, and she was good to work with, (laughs) by the way, she was very, very good. She was very communicative, but it took me phone calls, messages. Often her voicemail was full text messaging her, sending an email to follow up mm-hmm. and then staying on top of it as time went on of like, Hey, so you told me it was going to look this timeline. I looked, put that on my calendar. Hey, did you hear? Um, and where are we? And then she gave us the heads up before they'd even completely um, crapped out that deal basically. Yeah. And so that gave us time to make sure we had you in place with your financing and price discussions and everything else right up front yeah. so that we could move quickly when we needed to. Right. 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 Like yeah. that's the most important thing is being able to prepare so that you can move quick. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Well, that sure made the difference and it all came together nicely and quickly yeah. and everything. So thank you very much. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. And we did have our own fun appraisal issues during that one. Not, not we that did. it didn't we appraise, did. but it was like the timing and yeah. the yeah. ancient format. <laughs> like it's um, how he did his job. There is a shortage of mm-hmm. appraisers yes. in our state. And, and even not just our state, it's everywhere. Everywhere. And, um, and, and I know in our state, to become an appraiser, you have to have 2,000 hours of being, of being mentored. Mm-hmm. So you have to work uh, you know, under somebody where they go on every inspection for 2,000 hours worth. Mm-hmm. It takes several years or a couple years at least. Yeah. And, um, and you have to have a four-year degree Yeah, you as do. Well. Four-year degree. And the, you don't the, need that to be a real estate agent. I know. And, and or a lender for I've, that matter. I've seen a few appraisers where I got to scratch my head like, what school did they go to? But, uh, you know, the, the problem with that is, is appraisers right now are super, super busy. They don't have time to mentor somebody. And even if they did have time, they probably wouldn't want to because that's future competition for their, for their jobs. So we, we're stuck with this shortage. And when we get busy like we are now, the, there can be delays getting an appraisal back and an appraisal done. So when you enter into a contract, for instance, let's say you, you're mm-hmm. competing to buy a home and you're going to do a 25-day closing. Right. And 25 days to me as a lender, when I back out um, TRID mm-hmm. and waiting periods and everything else, time to underwrite, time to prepare documents, hoping mm-hmm. that escrow can perform their job in, in a timely mm-hmm. manner. I have maybe 10 working days to put that loan together. Right. And, and then if it takes... 10 days to get an appraisal back, all of a sudden we're in trouble. Yeah. So we have to request rushes from appraisers. And appraisers go, oh, you want a rush on that? That's going to cost you. Cha-ching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, no, they're not cheap. I mean, you you said yours was, what, $1,100? $1,100. Yeah. Should have been 750 Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah. most of the ones that we're seeing right now are between yeah. like six hundred and eight fifty. But then the, when there's mm-hmm. rest fees, there's at least one hundred fifty, if not yeah. higher. We just had to pay nineteen hundred dollars for an appraisal up north in Burlington because we needed oh. it back in a week. And, oh uh, man! And there was only one appraiser that was willing to even take it and get it done in less than a month. Uh, so sometimes this is happening right now. So just be prepared for that if yeah. you want a fast closing. Good, good questions to be you. talking to your agent about. I mean, and that's the thing that. You know, when, when you said, like, hey, let's talk about, you know, your, your home purchase, um, it is important that you have those conversations mm-hmm. because I can't tell you how many times we have, we're on the listing side and we see these agents who come in and they're just like throwing, you know, spaghetti at the wall and you're <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're really not doing your client a service nope. at all. You're doing a massive disservice. That's right. So, so. maybe you go out and have some spaghetti, but eat it. Don't throw it against the wall. <laughs> Don't be flinging it at the walls. That's right. Well, thanks for joining us uh, again. We're here every Saturday, through two or three o'clock Sundays, three to four. Thanks again, and have a great weekend, everyone.